from the TieCats on the network. This is Speaking with the Enemy. Oh, the fans are filing in on a wonderful Saturday afternoon, 4 o'clock kickoff. We're just about 30 minutes before kickoff with RJ and Luke on the broadcast here. You are listening to Tiger Cats pregame presented by Greenworks. And as you heard right off the top coming out of the commercial, it is time for us to have speaking with the enemy as presented by redtag.ca. And he is the longtime voice of the Toronto Argonauts. And, you know, Hoagie... Mike Hogan, obviously the name Hoagie. I'm going to call you as always. I'm getting a lot of heat from your fan base. Oh, good. Uh, from 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 my social media posts. Good. And also from myself on CHCH. I've trained them well. Yes, this is good. Yeah, that I that I'm saying Argonauts, but I am never saying defending Grey Cup champion Argonauts. I've been. Um, you not, just did. I know. You literally just said defending Grey Cup. Maybe the I first, wasn't going to do that. I know it may be the first time I've actually said it since you actually won the the beautiful cup. But you are the defending Grey Cup you champions. You did it again. I know. I know. And it hurts a little bit. Fantastic like rubbing off on you he can he can do he's a good man <laughs> yeah it's probably some of the green blood in him yeah, or whatever but, but regardless though thanks for joining us my pleasure uh, this is going to be a, 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 an interesting preseason for your squad in the sense that you've been to the top of the mountain now it's time to hold on to the cup as uh, as pinball said to to us in a in a staff meeting he said winning the cup is easy it's easier it's it's tougher to repeat and he just said two words to everybody, work harder. He said that to people on the field and in the front office. And I was like, okay, pinball says it, must be true. And, uh, yeah, we, everybody's worked hard. Camp has gone, for the most part, pretty well. A couple of toe stubs along the way, but that's going to happen. Uh, but the fact that it's a completely identical coaching staff, everybody's back from last year, um, so many veterans back. I think, I think the only question mark externally is Chad Kelly, but it's not a question internally at all. So, Mike, you've uh, been been with the team at the remote camp in Guelph for a few weeks now. Uh, has that Grey Cup defending champ attitude been brought to camp? Like, how does that play into uh, their approach to what's going on this year? Ryan Dinwiddie immediately put that to bed and said, don't look in the rearview mirror because if you look in the rearview mirror, you're not looking ahead. And nobody is wearing championship gear. Like, you know, there's lots. Everybody's got the hats and the T-shirts, but nobody has worn it. I've not seen anything. I've not heard one reference to it. Um, it's, it's ancient history. Um, we look at this team in black and gold and the team in Ottawa, and, you know, we're not sure about Montreal yet where they're going to be, but it's not going to be easy to repeat the division, let alone the Grey Cup. So I think everybody is looking at that. It's it's kind of a new vibe with, with Chad under center as opposed to McLeod. And it's what is the difference? They're they're leaders, but they're both leaders in different ways. Um, Mac is cerebral. Not saying Chad is, but Chad's more of an emotional guy, maybe is the best way to put that. Where McLeod in a game if he ran for a first down might get a little emotional and you know do the big point first down. Chad will do that on a five yard out. <laughs> right he's just he's that guy he really wants to bring that energy to the huddle and Hard on the sleeve yeah I, I i think that would be the most obvious difference between the two but chad i think is a little more willing to try something deep that might not be there the same way that mac would look at it chad threw one we were on the sidelines there there i can't remember if it was teams or skelly and he's rolling to his right 
and he throws off his back foot, deep ball down the middle, hits Curly Gittens in full flight, 60 yards downfield. It was a rope, and we kind of looked at each other and went, what the hell was that? <laughs> so we know the arm is there. He's probably going to be, he's going to be like Bo, right? Bo is going to be probably more prone to throw a deep ball than Dane was, just their DNA. Uh, I think that's the same thing. So I think when our two teams play in the season, we're going to see a lot more deep shots. We'll see how many of those are completed or, you know, go the other way. Before we keep diving into uh, the Argonaut team, can you tell us what to expect from a guy like Chris Edwards who's coming to the uh, the good side? Well, I, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> who's coming to the Ticats? What can the yeah. Ticats, uh, what can we expect? Chris is really good. Um, Chris is a very vocal guy. Uh, he wears his emotions on his sleeve. You will know when he is in the game. He is a playmaker. I can almost guarantee he will have a pick six against the Argos this year. Almost guarantee that. Like, he's that guy. If yeah. he gets his hands on the ball, he's probably going to score or at least turn it into something. Uh, he's just that guy. He's got great nose for the football. He times up his blitzes so well. Um, I, I think the two best Sam linebackers in the league are the guys that we have now, you know, Edwards and Pickett. You can make your argument for either one, and I, I don't think either one would be a bad argument. Uh, but I, Edwards is a hell of a player. I look at this roster here, and uh, I think across the league, the Canadian receiver talent has gotten been tremendous over the, the recent years. Um, but every time I look at this Argo team, I'm, I'm impressed. And so can you talk a little bit about the receivers in general, but specifically the Canadian talent? Well, the Canadians, you know, with, with no disrespect to uh, a certain guy in Winnipeg, uh, we think we have the, the the best Canadian receiver in the league. Uh, he was statistically last year. Uh, he was in, I think he was eighth overall in receiving yards. Curly Gittins Jr. is amazing. He's just a great player. He is the guy that you would love as a coach because, you know, they'll be on special teams and guys will be catching their breath on the sidelines. He'll be talking to Kelly. Like, how? what did you see on this? What happened here? He's that. He's always been like that. Uh, so what he does isn't by accident. Uh, Tommy Neal's had a great camp. McMaster product, Guelph yeah. native. Oh, he can run. He's gotten better. He can and run. He, who, I was on the sideline with a guy during practice, and he just looked at me after Tommy made another catch, and he said, Tommy just runs by a guy every practice. Like, he, you don't notice him, and then, you know, there he is 25 yards downfield. He's that guy. Dejan Brissett, second overall pick in the league a couple of years ago. He's, you know, it's time. He's free agent at the end of the year, and uh, they've been waiting for here, him. And, uh, you know, you guys know David Unger here from here. He's... Uh, uh, he's a guy that's been added uh, to add some depth in case the Can there are two Canadian starters at receiver, which is a possibility. And we drafted uh, a kid from uh, Queens, Richard Burton, uh, who is really good and a guy who just ran by guys. Not the fastest guy in the world, but he's got that knack of getting deep, mm -hmm. getting open deep. That's, that's who he is. So he's looked pretty good in camp, too. Another late addition, uh, Hamilton product, uh, Savvy Jones, yeah. comes in as well. So we'll, we might see a glimpse of him here today, and it's, I'm sure he's got some fans in the crowd. You know what I love? Because, like, he's not tall, right? He's, like, 5'6", 5'7". We gave him 16. <laughs> <laughs> For, he's, got, he's wearing speedies. So it's like, why oh, that speedy retire? No, oh, it's uh, Magnate Jones. Okay, but he, he's wearing 16. You know, uh, we talked about Chris Edwards, the former double blue, now wearing the black and gold. And I, I'm going to bring up another name, and that's Chris Milanovic. What? What? what Scott are we, Milanovic. Scott, sorry, Scott yeah. Milanovic. What? What are we getting in terms of a, a coach, uh, an assistant head coach, offensive mind for Hamilton? 
he'll be great for Bo and the younger guys. He's a he's a quarterback guru. That's what he was doing in the states. Um, you know, he's had some success in the states as a positional coach. Uh, you know, won a great cup in his first year in, in Toronto. Really good motivator. Great guy. Like I, I I can't say a bad word about Scott. Love him to death. Um, he'll bring some intensity, but he will help in that room. Him, he and Tommy together, that could be a very formidable combination uh, because they both have a lot of experience and, you know, some pretty creative minds. I was talking with uh, coaches Kevin Ibin, Mickey Donovan down there, and they're saying the, the defense is faster this year yeah. for the yeah. Argonauts. Uh, and uh, are there some question marks, in your opinion, in this team, on this roster, and if so, where are they? Which positions uh, are, are we? Are there still battles to be won? The, the, the biggest battle, I think, right now is QB two. Um, we have three guys. Neither one has really established himself on a daily basis. Like one day, one guy will flash. The next guy, the next guy will flash. The next day, another guy will flash. But they've got to put it together. So, you know, uh, it's it's Kelly's team. There's zero question about that. But if I'm looking for anything in this game. I want to see who steps up under the lights as as, as a potential QB two to start the season. Well, I got about thirty seconds here. What what's with the uniforms? Love you don't like them. Our players, I have heard one guy not like them. They love I love Universal. Yeah, I love. I, I mean, you're wearing a that's like I mean, I'm gonna get one of those. Like I I will. I have that's a beautiful. What's the blue called? Light. Go with light blue. Like a light it's, blue. It's not a true Cambridge blue. Yeah. Light. It's a light blue. But I miss the dark blue as well, too. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be You're an Argo fan. <laughs> you, you don't want to admit it. You love the Argo uniforms. You love the, Come on, say it. Say you love the Argos. Uh, this, Defending Grey Cup champion Argos. <laughs> this has been Speaking with the Enemy as presented by RedTag.ca. He is the voice of the Toronto Argonauts, and we're always happy to have him here on the Tiger Cats pregame as presented by Greenworks. Uh, Mike Hogan, have a great year. Have a great broadcast, and uh, thanks for joining us. Always have always. fun, guys. Thanks for asking me.